Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the podcast that is titled, Questions About Heaven. Thank you so much for following me, and I also thank you for your prayers, your support, your concern for us and our ministry as it's been growing. Oh, it's been a wonderful time, and I really do appreciate being able to share with you uh, the many advances in our ministry, and uh, we are very, very active on TikTok in the morning time and also on YouTube, also in the morning every weekday, and I also thank you for praying As our calendar is filling up on February 11th, I will be at Salisbury, Maryland. I will be speaking in Calvary Baptist Tabernacle, and that's going to be about 10.30 in the morning, the morning service. In the evening, I will be over at a community Bible study speaking about heaven at, in the meeting place, is actually the Sugar Shack Bakery in Bridgeville, Delaware, and that's going to start about 5.30. The wonderful owners have opened up their place for us to have a Bible study there. Then, the following week, I will be going to Texas in Dayton, Texas, South Dayton Baptist Church, and I will be there for morning and evening. Pastor Mike Milligan opens up the doors, wants you all to come and visit here in the Lone Star State. And then the following week, I will be over in Fayetteville, Georgia, and that's going to be at Lisbon Baptist Church. Brian Parrish is the pastor there, and Lisbon Baptist Church is in Fayetteville, and that's going to be Saturday. 5.30 as the first part of our Heaven is Home conference, then Sunday morning and evening, two days of meetings there, and of course, these all include a question and answer session, so hope to see you there. And so, if you'd like to know uh, about our books that we have available on Amazon, you can get them, Heaven, the Adventure Begins, and What is Heaven All About? They're available for you, and uh, any of those purchases, a little bit of that goes and helps us in our traveling expenses. Thank you so much. I am actually heading, speaking of that, in helping. I'm going to be doing some plane flights, and I'm asking for help in our uh, travel. I'm going to be in California, in Hollister, California, on March the 3rd. As a matter of fact, I'm actually going to fly in a little bit early on March the 2nd and have a Bible study in Salinas, California. And then on Sunday, I'll be at Calvary Baptist Church in Hollister, California, for the morning and the evening service. And I need a round-trip ticket. We've got some money saved up in our ministry. If you can help out, any donation is tax-deductible. And just let us know about that, and I thank you so much. If you'd like to learn about our ministry, go to theheaventour.com. Well, it's a bit cold here. I'm in the studio, and uh, (coughs) as you know, we've been renovating the barn, fixing it up, and I do thank you for your uh, help on that. The insulation's come in. And we're getting all the different uh, things together here as far as our microphones and our recording equipment. And boy, it has been a wonderful year. I do not know how we've had so many people. We've exceeded over 50,000 downloads in our Questions About Heaven ministry. And you are more than welcome to get anyone you want. Keep downloading them. Tell your friends, please. I do appreciate that. And so we're talking about Revelation chapter 18. Now, when we go to Revelation chapter 18, and I share this with you, we're looking at a second Babylon. Now, all during this time, we have seen the battle against the Lord 
is basically, when we see it, it is man saying, I will do what I will do. And of course, we have the enemy, the Antichrist, encouraging that, but then turning it around into not a free will act of, depend, of, of independence, but a call to worship him, independence. And, and let me make sure I say that correctly and delineate that. They are in dependence to the satanic anti-trinity. We've talked about this in the introduction of what is called the beast in the symbolic language of Revelation 13, the Antichrist, a false messiah comes forth, a substitute Jesus. And this is what we see a lot of times in the scriptures. We see that Satan will substitute. He will give something instead. Think of it in the garden. What did he say to Eve? You can be a substitute God. And he presented himself as a substitute deity himself to give this authority which plunged the mankind in the human race, mankind into the sin fall, is what we call it. And we see this all through the scriptures. Now, we looked in Revelation 17 in our earlier podcast, and you're more than welcome to follow those. I broke that down into about four or five podcasts so we could delineate and, and understand and research. And in Revelation 17, what we saw was the worldwide religion. In this time, there was... A, it, the symbolism is very, very heavy. Held up by the beast, a woman in scarlet, uh, just very, very active in martyrdoms. And this is the world religion which would not tolerate the worship of Jesus. Now, halfway through the tribulation, then the Antichrist himself, who has been supported by this world religion, has no more need for it. And in the symbolism of this woman on the, uh, the, the mountains, sitting on the mountains, on the many waters at one point, representing all the peoples and the authorities. Oh, she's brought down. Brought down mightily. And you will see that in the latter part of 17, destroyed. Because this Antichrist has no more use for the world system. He demands all the worship to himself. That's halfway through the tribulation. But now we see with the world's uh, self-promoting self-perpetuating to the point of the destruction. This world religion in which man is exalted has now fallen, and great is the fall of it. Now we go to the end of the tribulation. We see the second part. The religiosity of mankind has been absolutely attacked and destroyed. Man no longer has the supposed freedom of worship any way that he wants to. He's under shackles of the Antichrist now, uh, forced obedience, but now we also see there's one other freedom that man enjoys, and that is financial freedom, his financial gain, his greed, his uh, work in the world, and this also, the other great stalwart of mankind. One is the spiritual, and one is the financial. These are things where someone may, if they pull them into themselves and incubate them, they can feel very independent. And this is why the Lord has said himself, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to come into the salvation knowledge and make a decision. Why? Because his universe is all set. He has made himself his Messiah. He has made his kingdom his money. Both fall down. 17, the religion falls. And here's 18. Let me read to you. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. And that term for another is saying, this is following the other angel that has been introducing the earlier 
judgments. And so this is not Jesus Christ. This is another successive angel, but there's something different. Coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with his glory. And he called out with a mighty voice, fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, a haunt for every unclean spirit, uh, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable beast. For all nations have drunk the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxurious living. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as the heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Pay her back as she herself has paid back others. Repay her double for her deeds. Mix a double portion for her in the cup she mixed. And she, as she glorified herself and lived in luxury. So give her a like measure of torment and mourning. Since in her heart she says, I sit as a queen. I am no widow. And mourning I shall never see. That's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Mourning as in sadness. For this reason, her plagues will come in a single day. Death and mourning and famine. And she will be burned up with fire. For mighty is the Lord God who has judged her. And the kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they see the smoke of her burning. And I will read you some more of that. That takes you down to verse 9. Let's go into this and let's start studying. What is this about? This financial Babylon. Babylon is a symbolic word. It could be actually a literal city, but most Bible scholars would say this is talking about a system. This is talking about a, a progressive movement, a financial district uh, that encompasses the world, the worldwide monetary system when we see this. This one is also known as we see this, the, the, the harlotry that is involved. This one, just as the previous world religion was signified by a prostitute, you also see this as well in here. And this prostitutes men's souls, doesn't it? The need to go into the spiritual in any way that he would choose, disregarding the sovereignty of God and the submission to uh, the almighty Yahweh, but saying, I will be my own God. Isn't this like Lucifer in Isaiah chapter 14? And then also the, the seductiveness of money. How many times have you and I seen someone very, very well established in the faith or pursuing the Lord and money turned their head and really changed their lives for the worse. We see that many times, and this is what it's talking about here. So when we take a look at this, we think about this, that the uh, previous, the, the harlot, the, the, the Babylonian leader, which was the world religion in the previous chapter, had a power. Seven heads, ten horns, all these kingdoms, suddenly they went down. Now we see this. This one has power all over, over kings, over merchants, over those that rule over there. And what did they do? Revelation, Revelation chapter 18, verses 9 and 10. The kings of the earth are all, they're absolutely just weeping, lamenting. They've lost everything. You look in verse 11, we see the merchants also crying out. And then we see in verses 17 through 19, everything is falling apart. It even says, the wealth has been laid waste in one hour. 
We think back when we were in high school or maybe early in college and we read many times about the Wall Street collapse in 1929, how fast it just escalated and people didn't know what to do. They couldn't move fast enough and lost fortunes. And here the description is within one hour. And when we find this, we're seeing that this one would had seen to seem to be so strong is now falling down. So what we're taking a look here in uh, chapter 18 is the fall of the finances. After these things is the first phrase here. Now, I want to remind you, this really was the phrase that started off the future section back in Revelation chapter 4. Remember, we called it the meta-talta section. Meta, after, talta, this, after these things. And so we keep seeing this phrase delineates different actions going on. So we saw it starting off the the look into heaven, the look into the future. And now we're seeing then not only was that a look up into heaven, this is a look down upon the earth and upon the worldly and their destruction looking down. Now another angel comes over, it says. When we see this angel, we uh, see that there is something very, very powerful with this angel. I'm thinking back in Acts chapter 12, and it tells us in verse 7, an angel of the Lord came over to go help Peter from prison. And it said this, a light shone in the cell when the angel showed up. This is the glory. Think also when we go to Luke, you remember this, when the shepherds were in the field, Luke chapter 2, verse 9, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them in such a powerful way, they were absolutely terrified. So we see this. And then, of course, if you've been with me in studies in uh, our morning live streams, we see in Revelation 21, verse 23, that the celestial city, the capital city, the new Jerusalem, the capital city of the new earth in the eternal state for the believers, will also be glowing. The city has no need of the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illumined it, and its lamp is the Lamb. And when it says this, it's telling us down here, Everything is being illuminated by this very powerful angel. Verse 2 says that this angel calls out and announces this Babylon. And it says twice. It is using this powerful, powerful term. It is fallen, literally in the Greek. It is fallen, it is fallen, Babylon the Great. Now we keep seeing this as when Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, that you will be with me in paradise. We see the repetition of this Greek, uh, in, in the Greek, repetition of a phrase doubles on its strength here. And it's saying, there is no doubt. Someone's saying, it can't be true. Has, has the whole financial empire collapsed? It's fallen. The, the angel says, the angel of power, it is fallen, it is fallen. We're seeing the details here of this when it's going down. This one here, when we see it has fallen, even though we're seeing it in the process of this chapter, fallen. It comes down here. When we see this, we go back to Revelation chapter 16. This is when it actually happened. Think back. The seventh bowl of God's wrath, we look at Revelation chapter 16, and we continue on, and it says that this great city was split into three parts. The cities of the nations fell. Babylon the Great was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of its fierce wrath. And so we see this name of the Babylon the Great 
It has now become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, a cage for every unclean and hated bird. And so when we see this, this is what happens afterward. Think of Chernobyl when you see the drone shots of what happened after they cleared the city in all of the radioactive uh, uh, panic and reality and everything, and you see a once bustling city that's empty. It's empty. Up Niagara Falls, I can't remember the name of the community, but there was also a toxic danger there. And the community's empty, and you'll see pictures on the web of this, these houses just slowly disintegrating, falling apart. They're just they're going down. It's just decrepit, no matter how it was. Somebody actually has a regular feature, and they will go exploring into abandoned malls. And those of you that remember the grand days of the 70s and 80s when malls were the center of all the communities, and they're empty, they're rotting, they're falling apart. This is the description here. This may have at one time been great, but now this is falling. And we think of those who would try to uh, promote themselves. I, I th how many funerals have I been at or even presided over? of people of, of wealth. And they might have been Christians that had you know, wonderful, wonderful ways of ministering in wealth. But the fact is, believer or non-believer, you're not taking the money with you. And all of the opulence of the world comes down to the leveler of all mankind. We all step from this life, and it doesn't matter how much your material possessions have been. It is of nothing. And what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Lose his own soul. And that's the great question on every man, woman, and child and knowing what is the future outside of what you have in your pocket, so to speak. Whenever we take a look at this, we're seeing some real powerful symbolism here. We would note that when it says, a prison for every foul spirit, a cage for unclean birds. Now, I want you to think about this. When you look at the Mosaic Law, there are birds that were called unclean. Leviticus chapter 11 talked about this. You are going to see a list there. When you start in verse 13, uh, there are birds that are, you, want, you can use, even use the term in the Hebrew, the detestable birds. They're not to be eaten. Uh, vulture, for example, buzzard. Those are foul birds. Those are ones, and they can even give a representation of doing wrong, of wrong. Think of Matthew chapter 13. As the sower sowed, what happens that is bad to some of the seed. Birds came along and ate them up. So you see this, the evil that can be there. Now you also think of when it becomes a part of the evil devastation of the place of demons, foul spirits that are in here. Oh, there's nothing safe about this. There's nothing glorious about this. Think of the cities and all of their manufactured by men, all of the greatness that they have, and yet... When you see against God, it doesn't matter how much money there is. The devastation now comes, becomes empty. Uh, the place has become empty, and it's just a roaming place for the demonic world too. Now, when it talks about this, it's giving us the idea when we're looking at the, uh, the, the emptiness of the corridors, we're seeing a lament here by those on earth, but also a righteous announcement by the angel. All nations have drunk. All of this, this worldwide prostitution of all of these have fallen under the spell of the money. Money has taken it. Everything's going on. When we see this, money has taken over 
and influence the religious Babylon of the previous chapter. No doubt we're seeing the money being used uh, to promote the worship of the Antichrist, but all these nations fell for this. The wine of the wrath of her fornication. When we see this word, this word is telling us in here, we get the word pornes, harlot. We're seeing this. Do we get pornography from this? Absolutely. And what has happened is, in this, we see that they are intoxicated with the power of money, with the power of finance, with, with the, the power of power because of this, what you can afford. It was years back that I was with a group over in uh, on a trip, and I was actually a guest. And by all means, I was the only one that was in uh, teaching. I had absolutely uh, a teacher's salary. On By no accounts was I rich at all, and yet I was brought into a group, and I believe the average person within that group, as I was an invited guest for the day, sitting on a yacht among a bunch of uh, millionaires, and the one who hosted the entire event is now today, as I talk with you, in jail, embezzlement. And I can freely say this, I'm still on the same type of a salary that I had as a teacher. I have more in my wallet right now than that gentleman has in his possession. He was one of the wealthiest men of his town, made fortunes, but he's fallen. He's lost everything. Sin does that. He was convicted, he was put away, and in all the court testimonies it talked about his attitudes toward people, he has lost all of his friends. Fallen, fallen are the great ones, and we see that with Babylon. We're going to continue on in our talk, I see I've been over time here, but we're going to see what the Lord does in all, as mankind tries to set up his or her kingdom, then we will see that God says this, I can bring it down in absolutely no time. I am the King of kings, and I am the Lord of all lords. It's something for us to remember of the magnificence of the Lord and the obedience and the strength that he has. Thank you so much, my friends. We'll talk some more on this podcast in our next uh, Questions About Heaven podcast. God bless you. Thank you so much. If you want to know more about our ministry, then go to theheaventour.com, theheaventour.com. God bless you. Take care. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of your gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.